Yo, 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 welcome, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the first episode of Bringing the Wood. I am your host, Dana Wood. And uh, man, this is the uh, sports podcast, man, mostly about football, but I'm definitely going to blend in a lot of other things. Um, shit, man, uh, I just want to get y'all in tune about my, a little bit about myself. Uh, born and raised in the Bay Area, Oakland, California. I was raised, man, by my mom and dad. Shout outs to them. Uh, lived in Minnesota for a year, so I got to experience a little something different. But, um, man, I think I'm a Titans fan. You know what I'm saying? I know you're trying to figure out how that happens. But you'll learn more about that, just learning learning and going through this journey with me. Uh, Brooklyn Nets fan. I've been a Nets fan since Jay-Z took over. I never really had a favorite basketball team. I just always liked players. Um, baseball, I like the A's. You know what I'm saying? I like Bryce Harper. And then uh, hockey, I like Alex Ovechkin. So, you know, that's kind of where it stops right there. But um, the show is going to be basically me talking about sports, man, mostly about my team, the Titans, and how crazy we look right now. I'm definitely going to talk about barrier teams. I'm definitely going to talk about the Raiders and Niners because a lot of my family and friends and homies are Raiders and Niners fans. So they're going to definitely get their share here, too, because I'm a barrier cat, so I love the big. So they're going to get their plugs as well. And, um, you know, a host of other things. I'm going to definitely talk about college football. I'm a big college football fan myself, big Florida State fan. So I'll definitely fill you in on some good games to watch. You know, not every college football game, but some of the big games, maybe some of the games you might not even thought about would have been a good game to watch because I'm a big college football fan myself. And, you know, I'll touch on a bunch of other things at the same time as well. Um, you know, sometime I'll have guests, but uh, today I'll be flying solo. It's my first episode. So I just want to see how I feel to get out here and uh, spread my wings. You know what I'm saying? So uh, bear with me as I get through this. But um, first, I just want to start off by talking about the Thursday night game, man, talking about the, uh, that Rams-Seahawks game, which was good, which was really good. My take on it, I like the Rams, but I see they're trying to protect themselves with Ty Gurley. He only getting, what, 15 touches here. He had, what, 15 carries, 51 yards. He had two touchdowns, though. They got him in the end zone. He had three catches, so, you know, close to 20 touches a game. But, you know, when you got that arthritis in the knees, man, they got to protect the investment. Jared Goff went out there and threw the ball, what, 49 times? And then versus Tampa, he threw the ball 60 times. They really like, hey, Gary, Jared Goff, we got it. You're going to have to throw the ball, keep us in these games until we get, you know, to the playoffs, if we make the playoffs, which I'll get into that at a later time. But uh, I definitely thought it was a really good game. I'm, a, I'm really digging the Seahawks. I really love Russell Wilson. I'm a big fan. I really think he's one of those first-tier quarterbacks up there with the Breezes, your Bradys, you know what I'm saying, Aaron Rodgers. Guys like that, you know what I'm saying? I really believe he makes everybody around him better. You know what I'm saying? Chris Carson, nobody even knows where he came from. 27 carries, 118 yards. Also had the game-winning touchdown catch. He's a he's a he's a he's a hard-working dude. Just came out of nowhere and he's been busting his butt. Of course, Russell Wilson, Houdini himself, four passing touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Out there just flicking the ball to whoever wants to catch a touchdown. Who did he threw? Who all got touchdowns? Uh, Lockett had a touchdown. DK Metcalf had a touchdown. Uh, Moore had a touchdown. Like, man, it's whoever's open, Russell Wilson's going to find you the football. And that's just as simple as that. And, um, man, like, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be a tough team to beat. I definitely think they're one of the better teams in the NFC up there um, with them, New Orleans. Uh, you got to give the Niners their respect. They undefeated. You know what I'm saying? The Packers, A-Rod, you know, those are more so like those top-tier teams, I believe, in the NFC who going to, you know, shake it out. But, um. The Rams, yeah, definitely, man. You you can't throw the ball that many times because then your defense is gonna stay on the field because you're not you're not eating no clock, throwing the ball fifty times, fifty and sixty times a game. You gotta eat some clock. You gotta slow the game down. 
But I don't, I don't know. You know, I know they can't really feed Ty Gurley like that because you see what happened last year when they needed him to carry the ball the most. Man, he couldn't do it. So I think they're like, you know what? We rather, man, you know, better better have him when it when it counts for when the money on the line than the uh run him dry and waste all that money y'all just gave that man. So I respect what the Rams doing, but I don't truly know if it's going to work with the way the division's going, with the way the Seahawks are four and one, the Niners are undefeated. It's like, man, I, I don't know how long you're gonna be able to throw this throw this around. Eventually, if you keep losing, they play the Niners next week, so they go out and lose to the Niners. Man, they could not be making they, the Super Bowl. The defending NFC champions could not be going to the playoffs after just going to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Just like that, the years change. Your team don't get better. You stay the same. Everybody get better around you. Now look, now they at the they darn near at the bottom looking up. But you know, I digress. It was a really good game. Kicker blew the game. You know what I'm saying? That's why they say don't put the money in the kicker's hand, because man, they could kill you every time. But uh, it was a good game. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Rams-Niners game next week. The Rams don't win that game. I truly don't think the Rams will make the playoffs. There's too many good teams in the NFC. A lot of divisions can have two teams come out of there, including the NFC West themselves. So, yeah, the Rams are definitely fighting from a hole. Um, I definitely think they're going to have to feed Todd Gurley, at least in the division games, because they're going to need those wins. But, um. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, golf is good. I like what McVay's doing, but you, you're not going to be able to throw the ball all game. You know what I'm saying? Cooper Cup is a monster. 17 targets, nine catches, 117 yards in the touchdown. But, man, you can't throw the ball all game. This is not going to work. Team's going to pin their ears back and they teeing off and they knowing y'all not going to feed Gurley. Malcolm Brown's a cool combination back, but he's not out there getting the ball 15, 20 times. It's not going to work. Uh, and what was the next game? What else was that? Uh, go to Sunday. That was a Thursday game. Sunday. Who's Sunday, man? Uh, I'll just get a recap of all the games. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Giants 28-10. to 10. Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to New Orleans 24-31. Cardinals hmm, got a win. Got their first win. Shout out to Kyler Murray. 26-23 to the Cincinnati Bengals, who are now the Cleveland Browns now. They are no longer the Cincinnati Bengals. They are the new Cleveland Browns. Uh, New York Jets are just getting demolished every week. They lost to Philly 31 to 6. They weren't even close. Um, Atlanta uh, let Houston drop bombs on them 53 points. That's 53 32. I don't know what's going on over there in Atlanta. Too many injuries. They got to get better. Uh, Baltimore going to overtime with Pittsburgh. Kind of sketchy. It's a division battle, so I guess. But man, when the third string quarterback is uh, the quarterback. I think you gotta uh, you gotta win that game a little bit more convincing, uh, Baltimore. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a little bit more to show. I really like Jamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, rooting for him. That's my guy. But uh, yeah, they got they got some work to do over there, definitely. But I still like what they're doing over there. The offense looks really good. Uh, Carolina beat Jacksonville. Christian McCaffrey is a beast. Everybody knows that. One of the best running backs in the league. You know what I'm saying? Jaguars are up and down. They're crazy. I don't really care about the Jags. Anybody in the AFC South. They all could suck and lose. Sorry to all those fans out there. That's just me. Uh, New England dominating as always, 33-7 to over Washington. I think Washington might have scored first, and uh, that was probably just like Belichick being nice, peace treaty, and then, you know, called the dogs on them. Uh, Denver beating the Chargers, probably the biggest surprise of the whole weekend, maybe even bigger than <laughs> the Chiefs going down to the Colts, which I'll get into that in a little bit. I'm going to break that game down too. But, um, yeah, that definitely was a big one. I couldn't believe that. 
the Green Bay Dallas game was really big. My mom's a Packer fan. Couple of my best friends are Packer fans. Big bros are diehard Cowboy fans. My mom's birthday, so we was at the bar watching that game. So it was Packers and Cowboy fans everywhere. My mom in there screaming her lungs out. It was a great game. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he does what he does best. That Packer defense is is as good as advertised. You know what I'm saying? They had the hiccup versus the Eagles. Uh, what last Thursday? But um, I definitely like what the Packers are doing. Uh, Dallas just Dak has to be Dak is just Dak has to be able to throw the football when they put eight man in the box and say Zeke, you're not gonna beat us this week. Dak got to be able to make some throws. Receivers can't drop balls because that's also gonna lead to interceptions. But um, I definitely think the Cowboys are still a, a decent team or a solid team to uh look out for. But um, I'm definitely gonna get into my Titans because <sighs> Sunday morning was tragic. 14-7, we lost to the Bills, bro. And this is no disrespect to the Bills. The Bills are a really good team. You see what they did to the Patriots last week. It was a really good game. The Bills' defense is legit. But, man, we got to do better, man. Mario, the 13 for 22, 183 yards. You know, rushed the ball for 13 yards, five carries. Got sacked five times. We got Taylor Lewan back, but obviously that didn't matter. We still getting sacked. Our whole offensive line was there, and uh, we still can't protect our quarterback. And, uh, man, this is a contract year for Mariota. And me personally, I'm up and down on Mariota. I've been up and down on Mariota since the day we drafted him because I've never felt like we've had the coordinator or the coach that fits him. You know what I'm saying? He's very he's very gun shy. He's scared to take risk. And I don't know if that's because of the arm. I don't know if that's because he keeps getting hit or if it's a combination of all the things. But uh, I love Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is our workhorse. He's a bell cow. You know what I'm saying? He's going to go 20 carries, 78 yards. He got in the end zone. But, you know, they're going to stack the box now. They're going to force Mariota to beat us. They're going to force Mariota to beat people now. It's like, hey, we know Derrick Henry can run the ball. If we let him, he'll run all over us. He showed he can do it every week now. He's a, He showed he can be a stable back in the league now. He's an every down back. But we need Marcus Mariota to perform. But it's not all on Marcus Mariota. Like I said, he's one of the highest sacked quarterbacks. Injuries matter. You know, he has to stay healthy. Like I said, again, it's a contract year. It's a big year. I'm not sold on him. You know what I'm saying? I could go deeper into how I definitely would love to draft another quarterback. Because I just don't think we're going to we gonna put the right offense around him. You know what I'm saying? It's not. We don't got the talent like he had at Oregon. It's not the same. We don't got all the same gadgets and all these little trick erasures that he had in Oregon. But. I do like what our OC is trying to do, but I just think we need to take more shots. And I don't know if that's because, like I said, we can't protect him or if our receivers aren't getting open. And that also brings me into Corey Davis. Corey Davis, four targets, two catches, 28 yards. It's not going to cut it. We drafted you round one, pick five. We gave you a year off when we drafted you because you was injured coming into the season. So it's time to show and prove. You're low-key getting out. You're low-key getting showing up by the rookie, A.J. Brown, two targets, two catches, 27 yards. And he's already had two bigger games than you. And the only good game you had, he had a better game. I really got to see a lot more from Corey Davis, man. I don't think we, like, four targets, though, isn't enough either to show that he can do what he needs to do. He definitely needs more targets. And that's what I'm saying. That's where that's where our mix-up in offense comes. I don't know if it's because we're not getting protected, if the receivers ain't getting off, or if the quarterback is scared to take risks because he don't want to throw turnovers because he's known as a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. But in this league, being conservative is, is, is not a good thing all the time. So I definitely think 
we need to get it together. But, like I said, the Bills are a really good team. They got one loss. They only lost Kane to the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Josh Allen, I, I like Josh Allen. What he's what he do? 23 for 32, 2019 yards, two TDs. You know he ran the ball, what, 10 times? You know he runs the ball. Big, he's like a big, like a Cam Newton type of quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Big arm, he runs. He's going to do all he can to get his team in the game. He threw a pick to us. We got we sacked him a couple times. But, man, I just think our offense got to convert in the red zone. We did miss four field goals. Four field goals. Kicker missed four. So the game was still winnable. We still should have won that game. But I'm just one of those guys that's like, man, if we're going to get in the red zone that many times, we got to start turning those into six points instead of putting the hands of the kicker. We lost our kicker, uh, Ryan Suckup, a week before the season started. So we had to sign Casario. He went out there, shanked four kicks. He missed a couple kicks prior to that, too, the week before. But four kicks, you miss four kicks on any team. I don't care what kick you are in a game, you should be cut. We let him go. I'm happy for that. We picked up Cody Parquet. He's known for the double doink for the Bears, so I don't really know how I should take that either, you know? But, um, yeah, man, my Titans, we in the hole, you know, two and three. We got we got the Broncos next week, man. Uh we gotta we got some work to do. Like I said, we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta get more production on our offensive side. Defense plays well, but once the defense on the field too long, man, we start to give up big plays. That's our problem. We're really good, but after a while we get tired and then we'll give up the big play. And that is all she wrote. But um I'm still got big hopes for the Titans. I'm not I'm not I'm not off of us yet. Our division is still wide open. Nobody's running away with it. So I'm I'm definitely still on our I'm still rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? We here to this. To this thing is over, over, and right now we still got a big chance. Our division wide open, probably one of the most open divisions still in the NFL. So I'm definitely, uh, you know, what I'm saying, still got good faith in our Titans. Tighten up, you know what I'm saying. What other game? I got to talk about the Raiders, man. Shout out to the Raider, Raider Nation, all the Raider fans out there in the world. You know, all my town loving Raider fans. I got nothing but love for y'all. I'm glad y'all went out there to London and got the dub. I fuck with Khalil Mack, but hey, man, you know you played the town. It is what it is. If the Raiders is playing anybody other than the Titans, I root for the Raiders. Ain't no problem. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely happy that they got that win. Derek Carr is definitely trying to make it to Vegas. He does not want to be left in Oakland when the Raiders transfer to Vegas. He had an okay game. What was he, 25 to 32, 229 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He wasn't sacked either. Shout out to that offensive line, keeping that man clean. You know what I'm saying? They went out there to prove a point like, hey, what, yeah, we didn't pay Khalil Mack for a reason. Khalil Mack didn't affect that game at all. But I um I definitely like what the Raiders got. I like the young running back, Josh Jacobs, Bama Boys. They work hard. You see Derrick Henry, the Bama Boys bust their ass. Mark Ingram, like Bama Boys work hard. You know what I'm saying? 26 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Also had three catches for 20 yards. Feed the man. He didn't get that many touches at Alabama, so he got a, he got wear and tear on his body. He got some time to get worked. So the Raiders, man, that's Gruden like, hey, we're going to work you. I drafted you, you're going to work. You know what I'm saying? And even uh, Washington even came in and got a little touchdown late, a little rushing touchdown, and also had three catches out the backfield. Derek Carr, he's going to just spread the ball around, you know, with no true number one wide receiver out there. You're going to spread it out. I do like the tight end Waller. I think he's going to get better the more reps he get because he's been bounced around from so many teams and been trying to find a position wide receiver tight end. But I think he didn't find a spot, and he's going to get comfortable. And I think the more he plays and just the more he gets out there, he's going to be a, a very, very good acclimation for the team, he gonna make those guys a, a much better team. Uh, what? Who? Chase Daniels. I know they had no Trubisky, but man, psh, 
they might look a little better with Chase Daniels, you know, to per se, other than the two interceptions he threw. But, man, he's taking chances. He's pushing the ball downfield. Like, man, that matters. Raiders have four sacks, though. That's a – man, hey, four sacks, that's what we're paying money for. That's just, This is what we traded all those picks for. That's why everybody left. Everybody – he said it. We were trying to get pass rush. They went out there and got it done. You know what I'm saying? David Montgomery, the Bears rookie running back, I don't think they give him the ball enough, but, hey, they never really up to really feed him so you can actually see what the kid can do. But he's actually a really, really good running back. Uh, Allen Robinson, he's a beast. Seven catches, 97 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, he was a hog in Jacksonville. I wouldn't say that while he was in Jacksonville, obviously, for obvious reasons. But he's definitely, you know what I'm saying, coming off the tour ACL. He's out there balling out of control. One of the better young up-and-coming receivers in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? The Raiders are, uh, you know, in the thick of things in their division. Definitely with the Chargers not looking as uh, superb as we thought. Chiefs just took a loss. You know what I'm saying? Broncos, we see what they are. So, you know what I'm saying? The Raiders, the Raiders still got a chance. I definitely, uh, you know, it's still some fighting the Raiders. You know, the Raiders ain't going nowhere. You know, the black hole going to be lit. You know, the town going to be live, even when they on the road for all these games. So, uh, shout out to the Raider Nation. Uh, what else game? What else game? What else game I want to talk about? Oh, Sunday night, the Kansas City Indianapolis game. My God, my God. Man, was I, I was rooting for Kansas City for sure, obviously. I hate the coach, everything about him. Uh, I was happy Andrew Luck retired. Not happy that he was hurt and we had to retire. You know, hope him a speedy recovery. Hope mental health and wellness and many blessings to him. But I'm definitely glad because uh, I think he was 11-0 against us as a starting quarterback. We could never beat him. So that that kind of uh, that kind of got irritating. So, you know, re- enjoy retirement, Andrew Luck. It's beautiful. You get to sit pina coladas. You don't got to worry about reading the playbook. Just read the TV guide. You know what I'm saying? And uh, enjoy your best life. But, uh, man. Uh, indie defense showed up to play. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't, you know, I, you can't blame it on no Tyreek Hill and all that. Patrick Mahomes, are, Pat Mahomes already showed it don't matter who out there. Just give me some time, and um, I'm a fling. The, I'm a fling this pig around and make some plays. But um, what did he, what would he have? Two, two, twenty-two for thirty-nine, three hundred twenty-one yards. He was uh, he got sacked what? He got sacked what four times? So uh, you know. They got after him, ruffled the pocket up, kept him going. Once I know once the uh once the ankle got hurt, that definitely slowed him down. So it was hard to get away from the pass rush. He couldn't really do his uh magical things that he usually does, the the, the Mahomes magic on one leg. He was still trying though. He still was trying to make as many plays as he could. The boy Byron Pringle, Kansas State product, out of nowhere, kinda sorta out of nowhere if you don't watch a lot of college football. But uh six catches, hundred yards, and a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? He was out there balling. You know, he was like, hey, it's my turn, right? They're going to start doubling Demarcus Robertson now because he didn't show he can beat one-on-one coverages. So, hey, next person getting one-on-one coverage, Pat Mahomes going to find you. You're going to look good. But I still do believe Andy Reid got to try to run the football. This game was a close and tight game all the way through from start to finish. So, I de- 19-13, like, it was, a, it was a dog fight. So, I definitely believe he got to try to run the ball some more. I know his run players are, you know, uh, 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 tosses to the receivers, screens, and, you know, bubbles and all that. But sometimes you got to just, hey, turn around, hand it to Williams, hand it to McCoy, man, go get me four right quick. You know what I'm saying? Smoking mirrors is always good. You know what I'm saying? The big player is good because you're a quarterback, but – Sometimes I think he get he get too caught up in the quarterback, and it's like, hey man, sometimes you got to take it back to the basics and run that football, and you know what I'm saying, get to it, because then you expose that defense. Defense played well, 
But we know that Kansas City defense, you know what I'm saying, against a team that's going to put some points up. Because Indy, no, no, with all due respect, Jacoby Brissett, he played his butt off. You know what I'm saying? He won the game, but uh, 18 for 29, 151 yards. He threw an interception, but he ran a touchdown there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but Marlon Mack, 29 carries, 132 yards. They fed this man the football. They ran it, ran it, and ran it. You know what I'm saying? You got they got to protect him. Defense play well, and he, you know, what I'm saying he ch- threw the ball to the running backs. Uh, 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 Hines, the running back from NC State, four catches, 46 yards. Ty, four catches, 37 yards. You know what I'm saying? Like he spread the ball out, ding and dunk, run the ball, play good defense. Try not to turn the ball over. Maybe we can win this game. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's what they went out and did. I still don't think that much of the coach. Obviously, they're cool, but um. I don't think they got enough firepower on offense to really keep this up. You know what I'm saying? But if the defense is going to play like that, you can hold Pat, Pat Mahomes to, you know what I'm saying, no touchdowns. Then, you know what I'm saying, you're going to be in a lot of games. And if Jacoby Brissett don't turn the ball over, then they're going to win some of these games, as you can see, as they did, you know what I'm saying, the other night. And uh, the Chiefs, you all know the Chiefs is the Chiefs. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. I would say second best team in the AFC, obviously behind Brady. You know, Brady running the show. This is this is NFL right now until he say otherwise. Even though I truly truly hate that, but hey, man, Brady is Brady. He the goat for a reason. So um, I respect that. Now on to the big one, the Monday night game, San Francisco versus Cleveland. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I don't even know where to start. Matter of fact, I'm gonna start with Cleveland because they don't. It's not that much to talk about. They were horrible. They were trash. Baker Mayfield was abysmal. Eight for twenty-two, hundred yards, two ints. Should have been maybe three. Sacked four times. The Niners killed them, start to finish, from the opening kickoff till the final whistle. They was on his head, and he didn't know what to do. And uh, it was abysmal. And like I said, I don't blame it all on the Cleveland Browns. I definitely think they're badly coached. I don't really like Freddie Kitchens. I think he's just out there. They definitely need new coaching because you got to fix what's going on in there. I just don't like their coaching. It's bad coaching, too many penalties. Penalties mean coaching. That's undisciplined. Discipline comes from coaches. I mean, it's bad coaching. But at the end of the day, it's the Cleveland Browns. So as much as we want to be hyped that they got Nick Chubb, who also, you know, 16 carries, 87 yards. He's a monster, but they was down so much, they couldn't run the ball. They was boom, boom, boom. They was they was down 20 points, and it was like, oh, sorry, Nick. We can't even use you to, to wear these fools down. We got to go straight into pass mode. Jarvis Landry, four catches, 75 yards. Odell played better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. One for one for 20 for 20 yards. He also had two carries. He what he had, two catches, 27 yards. I definitely think uh they're trying to get Odell involved. But like I said, I don't think the coaching staff is that good. And I don't think they truly know how. But then again, it's the Cleveland Browns. So I guess it might not matter who in the uniform, because it's just the uniform. Because at the end of the day, the Browns is the Browns. So as much as we want to hype up. Uh, Cleveland to be this, you know what I'm saying, powerhouse team because all that talent they had matched over these two seasons with draft picks and free agency and trading. Maybe it's just the orange jersey and the, the brown helmet. Like, maybe that's just the problem. I don't know. 
that's just that's just me. But enough about the Browns, because that's all there is to talk about the Browns. There's nothing good about the Browns right now. The Niners, on the other hand, hey, they undefeated. They playing well. Defense is playing lights out. They're getting after every quarterback. Nicky Bosa's looking like he worth the pick. The little injury scares in the preseason scared a little bit of people. Definitely me too. I was nervous. That was my biggest thing. Like, man, the man's got a lot of injury history. So that's just, if he stay on the field, as you can see, he's going to dominate. He got after Baker Mayfield. Like he said, he already been waiting to play Baker Mayfield for two years now. So he had it built up, and I'm pretty sure he told everybody, and he had the whole locker room built up. As you can see, the owners went out there and dominated. The man barely threw for 100 yards. Like, it was it was tremendous. Jimmy Garoppolo, 20 for 29, 181 yards, two TDs. He got sacked twice, no interceptions. Gurop, man, he healthy. Off the knee surgery, and you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like he's only going to get better. I like Gurop. You know, um, he's a baller. You know what I'm saying? That's why Bill didn't want to trade him. That's why Bill wanted to keep him. I ain't saying that the Niners finna win the Super Bowl. I'm not crediting these men's champions or nothing. I just like what they got going. Matt Breida and Tevin Coleman, they got a nice little running back two-head combination. What they have? Breida, 11 carries, 114 yards in the touchdown. Also, three carries, 15 yards, three catches, 15 yards, and another touchdown. Like, the kid's is a blazer. As soon as he gets the ball, once he's out in the open field, he's gone. But then, usually it's supposed to be thunder and lightning. They just got lightning and lightning because then Tevin Coleman going to come in, 16 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. And he's, as soon as he gets to the second level, he's gone. Even Raheem Moster, that's their bruiser, seven carries, 34 yards. They're running the ball, protect Gurop off the play action, throw the ball to the open receiver. Whoever's open, I'm going to throw you the ball. And now with Kittle becoming an, uh, an X-factor tight end, now defenses are keying in on Kittle. So now you're going to have – Godwin, Godwin getting a little bit more acclimated. Three catches, 41 yards. Warren, two catches, 24 yards. George Kittle, though, is still that boy. Six catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown. You really, he's top three tight ends in the league easily. You know what I'm saying? He's a monster. The kids, are, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's definitely a beast. And uh, he's definitely a good blanket for Jimmy Garoppolo to have with that running game. Offensive line playing well. But McGlitchy getting hurt. That's both tackles down. I don't know. They played well without Staley, so it's like, hey, you know, we're going to see next man up, Mantelli right there in San Francisco. They look really well. Um, defense is playing lights out, like I said. Um, they got the Rams next week. That's a big game because um, the Niners have been playing well. Schedule been up and down. I think their two best wins would be Tampa Bay and the Browns win. You know what I'm saying? But the Browns, we don't know if that was bad. Browns are good Niners, but I'm going to go good Niners because we did just watch the Browns beat the Ravens. So, you know, you just kind of kind of take it as it comes. You know what I'm saying? But this will probably be, this is the game right here for all the Niners fans out there who like, hey, we look good. Give us our respect. This game is respect game right here. Going up against the Rams uh, Sunday is going to go down. The one o'clock game, one o'clock kickoff. Um, I definitely think that uh, the Niners should could win the game. It's a winnable game. Uh, the Rams, it's a must win for the Rams, though. Must win for the Rams, definitely. Uh, so, um, I definitely, if the Rams don't win this game, I don't, definitely don't think they're making a playoff. I definitely think their playoff hopes will be over. And um, they'll be uh, just looking forward to getting ready the next season or just trying to play spoiler to somebody else. But um, a bunch of the game, all the games for next week, we got uh, today because I'm 
actually, this is today is Thursday. Uh, we got Giants New England. You know what I'm saying? In New, what is this in New England? I think it's in New England. So you know, Brady gonna go out there and tap. Even though Daniel Jones has played well, he's worth. It looked like he might be worth pick six. It's still real early, but uh, he's definitely uh, he's definitely uh, showed the critics up. He's definitely showed he can play football in the league. He's been real calm. He's been poised. Even when they was blowing him up in the media, called Danny Who and all this, and, you know, he gets out there and he goes out there and wins his first two starts as a quarterback. So uh, he's got my respect. But um, I think their other first-round picks need to show up. DeAndre Baker and uh, who's the big guy in there from Clemson, Dexter Lawrence. Two first-round picks also that uh, need to help make some impact back there along with Jabril Peppers, you know what I'm saying, to help try to see if this team could turn around. But um, I definitely think the Patriots are going to win. I got the Patriots winning that game probably by two touchdowns. Um, Then we get an early game for the people who are up early on Sunday mornings. You know me, I get up early because I go to church. So I'm going to probably be up a little extra early because I definitely want to catch a little bit of the 6.30 a.m. game if you're up. Bucks and the uh in the uh Panthers play at six thirty. Cardinals are uh, I mean not the Cardinals, but the Panthers are three and two. Bucks two and three. The division is tight. Obviously, New Orleans is the top dog. But man, one win, one loss going either way in this division could be tight. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm really a big Jameis fan, obviously, because uh Florida State Seminole. So you know, I definitely uh I definitely like the Bucks. I like what Bruce Arian does. I definitely think he brings out the best in Jameis Winston. So um, I like what he's doing. I still don't know if he's fully played into a contract yet, but he's brought the turnovers down since that first Niner game when he gave the Niners, like, what, three or four interceptions, which could just be another plus on the Niners thing, though, because uh, Jameis has played much better since then. Even the games they lost, like the loss to the Giants, the kicker missed the field goal. So, like, I definitely like what the Bucks are doing. Carolina, no Cam Newton again. Kyle Allen, though, the little backup quarterback, he doesn't look bad, but, man, it's just kind of hard to win with a backup quarterback. <laughs> Next, we got the 10 o'clock games. We got uh, Cincinnati versus Baltimore. Obviously, Cincinnati 0-5. Baltimore 3-2. The division is real tight. Um, I want to say Baltimore is t- first in the division with the 3-2, and two, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, they're three, yeah, they lead the division at 3-2. and two. Um, Since the 0-5, I told you Cincinnati is the, the, the old school Cleveland Browns that we all know and love. That was like the – Cincinnati Bengals could go 0-16, especially what I'm trying to get at. Um, So I definitely got the Ravens in that one. Um, You got the Eagles and the Vikings, both 3-2 and two teams. Um, This is a game – man, um, Kirk Cousins has uh, not been playing well. He had a good game last week, but – uh. Man, that eighty, that eighty, what that eighty-four guaranteed ain't looking too hot. If you don't make the playoffs, the three years he here. So uh, I definitely want to say that uh, the Vikings should win this game, especially if they're at home. I think they are at home this game, so uh, I'm taking the Vikings. I've, and Dalvin Cook, Seminole. I'm very school biased when it comes to if you don't play for the Titans. Uh, the Skins versus Dolphins, the battle of the toilet bowls. You got the zero and five Skins. And the 0-4 Dolphins. Uh, this is intriguing. I don't think they're going to play Dwayne Haskins. I don't even think they should play him this year, though, just because of the, the firing of Jay Gruden, who probably should have been fired probably two seasons ago when they misdid the whole Kirk Cousins fiasco anyway. So I definitely probably think he should have been fired. But with him being fired and him promoting the OC, I definitely think they should just let Haskins chill out, bring in a new regime, somebody that fits for him. 
hey, maybe even Urban Meyer, you know, but somebody that fits him and, and can help him develop. Make up to play Case Keenum and Cole McCoy and let those dudes play this year out and get beat up with this trash team and bring some talent in and hope Trent Williams come back to help Dwayne Haskins become a better quarterback in the NFL because he definitely has all the potential in the world to be a, a really good quarterback. But uh, it takes a team, and right now they don't have a team. A lot of injuries. The best threat is the tight end, Jordan Reed, and I don't think he played in like two seasons, you know what I'm saying, with the concussions and the back and the knees. And then uh, the Dolphins, uh, I like Josh Rosen. I like his uh, I like his attitude. You know, everybody thinks he's a little snobby, you know, but um, I like his attitude. I definitely think he enjoys the game of football, so I'm rooting for him. I definitely want the Dolphins to win this game. And uh, I'm rooting for Brian Flores, too. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, another minority coach. So um, I'm definitely hoping the Fins could go out there. He can get his first win. And, um, you know, and uh, Josh Rosen could play well because I definitely think he deserves a chance to be a starting quarterback for a team that wants him. Because if he doesn't, I believe if the Dolphins don't um, sign him, he could potentially be a backup for the rest of his career. And it literally has nothing to do with um, his play on the field. You know what I'm saying? It's just bad situations with the whole Colin Murray thing. So um, I'm definitely hoping the Dolphins pull that game out. And then uh, Saints-Jags, obviously the Saints. Gardner Minshew is definitely doing his thing. I ain't hating on him. He looks good out there. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he's catching his groove. He's seen him three touchdowns this past week. Uh, catching stride now, you know what I'm saying? He's looking good out there in the offense. The offense looked a little better. Mike Thomas got involved, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Alvin Kamara, obviously, Swiss Army knife, go out there, throw me the ball, hand me the ball. Let me play quarterback, too, if you need me to. Um, Jacksonville, the Jalen Ramsey situation going on. Um, you know, quarterback being hurt. You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of stuff going on over there. I definitely think New Orleans should win this one um, easily. You know what I'm saying? Um, Seattle versus Cleveland. This is one of those trap games where you really want to – I just want to say Seattle going to win. I really love Russell Wilson. He's my lead MVP candidate right now. If I had to give one, I would give it to Russell Wilson. He just is amazing. Like I was saying earlier, he does the most with the leash. He's one of those make people around me better type of players. And um, I definitely think this is they should win this game easily. But what 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 all just happened with Baker Mayfield and all this shit just going stuff that's going on with the Browns, I definitely think he could uh, that the Browns could could definitely try to make this a little trap game and try to get them a win. But um. I definitely still think the Seattle win it. Too much Russell Wilson. That run game is nasty. The Niners ran all over him. So I definitely and, and the Seahawks are are even better run game than what the Niners have. So I definitely think uh, Seahawks gonna run all over these boys, and uh, we'll be looking at a two and four Browns and saying, are the Browns even gonna win seven games? So uh, that's definitely my take on the Browns. I don't have much to say about that. Uh, the one o'clock kickoffs, like uh, man, like I said, that uh, that Niners Rams, that's a big one. Niners undefeated. Rams, what, three and two? They lose this game to the Niners. They 500. You, what, two, three games back from the Seahawks. You're going to be th- four games back from the Niners, two and a half, maybe three games back from the Seahawks. With a, and not giving the ball to Ty Gurley, too. So I, I definitely think, like, this is a must win. This is this got playoff implications for the, for the Rams. Not for the Niners, but this is a test for the Niners to see if they really are a legit threat in the nfc you know what i'm saying i still got them in my top five teams in the nfc because you don't go undefeated for no reason you know what i'm saying and they did beat two i believe two decent teams in the bucks and the browns so i think when those teams play well we've seen them 
do good things. So I definitely think the Niners need to show up, get after Jared Goff. We see when he gets got after, he makes mistakes. And uh, I think the Niners got to do that, continue to run the ball uh, physically uh, against the Rams, try to establish that running game with Breida and Tevin Coleman. Um, you know what I'm saying? Utilize your tight end. They do got Rams do got good linebackers who can cover really well, cover the tight end well. But uh, like you said, George Kittle ain't no regular tight end. So um, Gurab go out there, protect the football, uh, do what he do best. I definitely think the Niners should beat the Rams. You know what I'm saying? I definitely, I'm, I'm probably, I'll be the first one to say I don't think the Rams gonna make the playoffs this year. If they don't, if they don't win this game, they definitely won't. But right now, just with the way the division going, I can't. It's slim enough for them to get in because the whole NFC is, you know, looking pretty decent. So. Big game for the Rams. I don't got much more to say out of that. Uh, Dallas versus the Jets. Jets are horrible. Uh, uh, Sam Donald supposed to be coming back from Manu. Um, he definitely got to get that together. So um, hopefully he can uh, get these guys a spark. But um, I definitely think Dallas is playing, coming off a loss, two back-to-back losses. You know what I'm saying? I definitely think they're going to come out and definitely um, establish that run game, get Zeke going. Get that get that going off the play action and uh get those receivers down the field. Even though I know Mark Cooper had missed a couple practices for an ankle, something like that. But you know, it's not they said nothing too serious. But um, you know, they got Zeke back there. You got Dak. Justin Witten's been looking pretty good. He somehow finds the end zone every week. Just the random OG timeless. But um, I definitely think the Cowboys should win this one. I don't even think it's gonna be close. I don't know what is going on with the Jets, but um. I'm a big Le'Veon Bell fan, so uh, I'm hoping the Jets do something eventually this year. Houston versus Kansas City. Two of the young, uh, promising quarterbacks uh, in the NFL on the rise, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. I think two future stars of the league. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, I, we, we as in my Titans, we got to deal with Deshaun Watson for the next however many years he want to play quarterback. But um, this should be a good game. Uh, definitely should be some fireworks. We should see some touchdowns. Uh, I'm one of those dudes. I played Deshaun Watson on my fantasy because I hope he has a bad game because I'll sacrifice my fantasy for him to have a bad game because usually whoever I play sucks in fantasy. So I usually play guys on the teams that I don't like so that they can suck. You know, It hits or misses, but, you know, everybody got their own uh, superstitions. But um, I'm definitely hoping Kansas City win. My baby brother's a, a Chief fan, so obviously go Chiefs in that game. And um, I don't I don't need the Houston uh, Texans spreading on us anymore in the division anyway. They already got us by a game and a half, and we haven't won a division game yet. So I definitely need these dudes to um, lose some games so my Titans can uh, catch that stride and stay in this division race. We got uh, Atlanta versus the Cardinals. The one in four Falcons, crazy. I definitely think this might be Dan Quinn's last season as Atlanta's head coach. Um. The offense ain't looked the same since Kyle Shanahan left. They, uh, you know, they, man, it's like, um, it's hard to explain. If, you, if you've seen Atlanta, they was just in the Super Bowl. You've seen that offense when Kyle Shanahan was there. It was touchdown here. And they had Coleman and Freeman running crazy. Now Freeman don't even look like he run. He's a ball carrier running back. He look like he's going to give that carry up to somebody else. Uh, Julio, you know what I'm saying, up and down. Matt Ryan's looking ridiculously bad right now. You know what I'm saying? I think he tied for second in the NFL interceptions, but he got like seven, eight picks. Like, it's crazy right now. So, um, I I want to take the Cardinals. I, I want to take the Cardinals. I'm rooting for Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Kyler Murray. Um, but I definitely you know the Cardinals aren't, you know, they ain't just 
the greatest team ever. You know what I'm saying? One, three, and one. But the tie versus the Detroit Lions stands out because the Detroit Lions are uh, a pretty good football team right now. I say so myself, I guess. And I'm not even a big fan of Matthew Stafford, but uh, he's been playing pretty well. But um, I definitely think the cards, uh, I think the Cardinals will take this game. I think they should win this game. I like what they're doing. I just think they got to get David Johnson to Baltimore, whether it's throwing him the ball more at wide receiver or handing the ball off. I know they got this air raid, keep it spread, but that man need 15, 16 touches from the running back position. And because uh, I think he's still one of the better backs in the league, one of the dual threat running backs who can go out and play receiver and running back and do it at a high level. So I definitely think they need to utilize him more and stop trying to utilize the receiving core that they don't really have yet. And that's just my uh, take on the Cardinals. What else? Who else we got on there? Oh, yeah, my Titans. Them, them Tennessee Titans. We traveled to Denver. We played the Broncos. The Broncos just got their first win, division win versus the Chargers. And we coming off a, of a, a sad loss to the Buffalo Bills. Like I said earlier, the Bills are a good team, but we got to play better. I definitely think we should win this game. We should win this game by 10 points. The Broncos are are not a good football team. Joe Flacco is not good. The offensive line is not very good. Garrett Bowles is like the most penalized offensive tackle in the NFL for the Broncos since he came in the league a few years ago. Um, I like their running game. I like all their little running backs, uh, Lindsey and Freeman and Booker. They got a nice little combination. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is still productive uh, even though he's getting up there in age. Uh, uh, what's the receiver name? Sutton from SMU, big body. He's coming into his own. That's why they were so willing to let Demarius Thomas go because uh, he's filling that void. And then the little slot receiver Hamilton from Penn State, they got like two years ago, is looking really good as a slot receiver. They drafted Noah Fant. They got some young talent, but I just don't think um, Vic Fangio, the coach, I think he bit off more than you can chew. I think he might be one of those coaches who's just better at just being a DC. Like, don't really control the whole team. Just be a great D.C. and go out there and just produce top 10 defenses until you retire. Like, be like Dick LeBeau. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just go out there and just be a great D.C. I don't really know if his head coaching is for him. But it is his first season, so, you know, we kind of just got to let that go with the flow and, um, you know, let that happen how it happened. But um, my Titans, man, I, like I said, we got to establish the run. Derrick Henry, 20 carries. Win, lose, and draw. Derrick Henry need 20 carries. And I feel like with 20 carries and our defense playing as solid as it's been all year, all the games will be close, which they all have been to a certain extent. So it's like the game's close. This is what we drafted Mariota at pick two for to win these games. Corey Davis at pick five to win these games. Like this is what we put y'all here for. And um, right now you guys are not showing up and y'all are disappointing me. I love A.J. Brown, the rookie. I think Adam Humphreys is catching his stride in the offense. He's been getting a couple of catches. We paid him a lot of money in the offseason to come be our slot receiver. So I definitely think we got to get him the ball and get him incorporated in the offense. Delaney Walker is still out there. He's he's not he hasn't been performing well, but he still looks good. But um, other than the Browns game, he hasn't really had a good game. So um I think we might need to get John Lou Smith more involved. He's a little younger, a little more explosive. I know he's coming off the ACL also, but He's just younger. He got more juice. You know what I'm saying? We got Finch, the other tight end. I think we got to incorporate these younger guys now. Kind of let Delaney be the blocker, mentor, you know what I'm saying? And just let him help keep Mariota on the straight and help recognize stuff and help be another just an offensive eye, you know what I'm saying? Like Jason Witten's used for the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Not in not in every set. 
got some set plays. He's getting the ball quick because Lane Walker still got good hands. He can still work in between the chains, and he can still get some underneath stuff for us. He ain't really stretching it like he used to. That could be because of the ankle, you know what I'm saying, which is totally understandable. But uh, I don't got nothing bad to say about Lane Walker, man. He's been way more than what we paid for since he's been here. And um, I'm a true big fan of him. But I definitely think my Titans need to go to Denver and get this done because um, this division is tight. And we can't let the Texans get away from us or the Colts because everybody's right here in the ballpark. It's a real tight division. It's up for grabs. Anybody can get it. So we And we need it. Then we got the Sunday night game, Pittsburgh-San Diego. Uh, yeah, I definitely think the San Diego Chargers are going to win. We don't know if Mason Rudolph going to play. If you watched the Steeler game, you've seen the hit. Earl Thomas and uh, I don't remember who the other guy was. They sandwiched him a little bit, you know, not trying to hurt him, but had a concussion. He was out, you know what I'm saying, for a long time, and he wasn't moving. It was a, uh, it was a scary sight. But the little backup dude, Hodge, came in. He didn't play bad. Game got to overtime. I definitely don't think it should have got there. It was a bad look on the Ravens, but it was a good look for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I guess. You know what I'm saying? They showed that they had fight. And um, in the division, it's going to always be intense. But um, – San Diego got too much firepower. Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen is looking like the best receiver in the NFL stat-wise. He's like top one or two in everything, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he's just out there making it happen. Phillip Rivers, uh, you know, he's still a gunslinger. Mike, uh, Mike Williams needs to uh, catch his groove. They let go of Tyrell Williams, who's been playing well for the Raiders. They let him go because they expect Mike Williams to fill that role and be a number two. And at two and three, doesn't look like that. Melvin Gordon, we'll see what he's going to do. Is he going to be more involved in the offense? You know, he's coming off the holdout with uh, wanting the money. He obviously didn't get the money, wasted some money. But um, it's not a waste. You protect your body. You want to protect yourself. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? And um, he came back because he didn't like to see his team lose, and that just shows you what type of football player he actually is. You know, you know he needs his money because this league ain't forever. But at the same time, he really to put that to the side because he still want to win a Super Bowl. You still want to be in the playoffs. And he still want to get paid. The only way to get paid is to show you can play football. So eventually he was going to come out here and have to play, have to show NFL scouts something to let them know that when he does become a free agent this offseason that he's going to be worth the money he's asking for. So um, I definitely think San Diego should win this game. Pittsburgh is, man, three quarterbacks in. Um, the backup running back Samuels ain't playing. Uh, Connor's not been looking too well. Juju's not been looking like a new, no, true number one. I can know that well because he's on my fantasy team. So he ain't been getting me no points. So I definitely know he ain't getting no points for his team. But um, they just got to step the game up. They got to just rally together and try to make it a fight because the Chargers haven't been looking that well. That's why they're two and three now anyway. So uh, but I think the Chargers will win this game. And um, probably, you know, about anywhere between – you know, three to three to six point victory. I think it'll be close because I don't know what's wrong with the Chargers right now. I haven't really got to watch them play yet, so this will this will be my first good look at them. So we'll, we'll I'll get to see for myself. And then uh, the big game, the big Monday night game, will be will be interesting. We got Green Bay and Detroit. Green Bay four and one, uh, just coming off the big win in Jerry World. You know that's Aaron Rodgers' second home. Jerry World got Detroit two one and one. Looking really good. Almost beat Kansas City the other week. That's the only loss. You know what I'm saying? So that was a big win. And like I said, I'm not a Matthew Stafford fan. I'm not a fan of him getting $100 million twice. I'm not hating on him getting his money. But just as a as a, as a a football aficionado and just watching, his, the, the price of admission isn't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, uh, what has he done for the Lions other than get 
$200 million contracts and um, throw a bunch of yards that don't lead to no wins. You know what I'm saying? So that's just me. But they look well. Uh, uh, what's the name of the coach? I can't even think of his name right now. But he hasn't playing well. The ex-Patriot coach, Big Beard. But he hasn't playing really well right now. And um, def- their defense is playing playing well. Slay, Darius, Darius Slay, one of the best corners in the league. He's really good. I don't know if there's going to be any Devontae Adams, so that definitely uh, takes effect. As you watch the games, you can see Devontae Adams is a, is a key cog in that, in that offense, and you can see when he's not there that it takes a hit. But um, I definitely think the Packers will go get this done. A-Rod, Aaron Jones, they got a running back, a real one, a legit one who can run the ball. They can carry the ball 15 to 20 to 25 times. So Aaron Rodgers ain't got to be around there running around all night long. So um, I definitely think that's going to be a good game. I'll definitely be tuned in with my beer, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'll be tuned in for that. I'm definitely taking the Packers. Like I said, my mom a Packer fan, so definitely root for the Packers for her. You know what I'm saying? So uh, go Pack, go, and all those good things. Um, and for all you uh, college football lovers, because those are all the games on uh, for, for this week. Those are all the games slated for Thursday through Monday. And for you college football lovers out there, just a couple games of people who – Want to get into college football, but you don't truly know where to start. You don't have a team or you don't really know what games be good or you'll watch a game and it'll be 59 to nothing. It's like, man, who wants to watch that? So a couple of games you might want to watch if, you, uh, if you're if you free or if you got some time. Actually, one tomorrow if you're free on Friday. Uh, Colorado versus Oregon. Oregon's number 13. They're 4-1. Colorado's 3-2. It's a Pac-12 uh, conference game. Um, it should be a very good game. Uh, Justin Herbert is predicted to be one of the top quarterbacks taken in the draft from Oregon if he comes out. Well, he is. He's a senior, so he has to. Uh, Colorado, they got a pretty good team, well coached, um, very underrated. I always think Pac-12 rivalries, Pac-12 games are always good, especially uh, both Colorado teams play play Pac-12 schools really well since they've gotten into the Pac-12, well, like two or three seasons ago. So uh, you can watch that one tomorrow. I don't exactly know what station it's on. And I think it might be ESPN. It's Friday, so I'm pretty sure it might be ESPN. That's usually what it is on Fridays, ESPN or ESPN2. Um, and then uh, Saturday, the big game, you got the Red River rivalry, Oklahoma versus Texas. Oklahoma undefeated. Jalen Hurts looking like low-key the Heisman frontrunner out there. The uh, transfer from Alabama, if you didn't know, playing Texas. Uh, Sam Ellinger, the Texas quarterback, he's really good. He gives me like this Tim Tebow-like vibe. He's a very strong runner. But he got a nice arm. He, he's a very good mobile quarterback. Moves the pocket. They got a nice receiver core out there. It should be a really good game. Um, it's a test because Texas actually plays defense. This is actually one of the teams in the uh, big t- uh, the Big Twelve that plays a little defense, even though they get all those points to LSU. But they also scored a lot of points on LSU. So this could be a uh, this could be a shootout. But then this could be a defensive game. So um, I'm thinking uh, if, if you're looking for a good game, this will be a good, good game on uh, probably ABC, Red River Rivalry, Oklahoma, Texas, number six versus number 11. Um, another Pac-12 game that come on on Saturday is uh, Washington State versus Arizona State. Um, if you don't know, uh, Arizona State's head coach is Herman Edwards. I love Herman Edwards. He was uh, I liked him as a coach in the NFL, even though, he, you know, he was up and down. Um, I love just what he does for kids. He's a great mentor of men, and I, I think that's why he's going to be a really successful college coach, and that's why he got Arizona State at 4-1 right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, got the, uh, they got a true freshman quarterback. I can't think of his name right now, but the kid's really good. I think they're number five, I want to say. Um, I watched him play against Michigan State. Um, he did his thing. He looked really good. 
Washington State is cool. I like them. You know, they just had the game with uh, UCLA where they put up like, you know, a thousand points and a thousand yards, some crazy numbers like that. I don't really remember, but um, Washington State versus Arizona State would definitely be another good game to watch. If you're looking for a game to watch, that should be interesting and not just some lopsided, one-sided game. And uh, the the head coach of the Lions is Matt Patricia, y'all. I, thank you. I couldn't think of the name, but Matt Patricia has those boys playing well this year, second year into the scheme, going back earlier to my post. I want to make sure I get that name out there because he definitely got them playing well at 2-1-1. One, one. Uh, Penn State. Uh, plays Iowa, Penn State's undefeated, 5-0, and number 10 in the country. Uh, Coach Franklin has them playing really well. They've been playing really, really well. They look really good. I can't wait to see them play against you. Know, this will be a big test because Iowa's no pushover. So uh, it's going to be a big test for them. This will let me know if they're actually ready to go up and see Ohio State up there in, uh, in the horseshoe uh, in a couple weeks. But um, that should be another good game. Iowa, number 17, they're always a real physical, hard-nosed team. They're going to play good defense. They're going to run the ball well. They're not going to turn the ball over. It's a good game. If you guys, guys want to watch that game, it's going to be a really good game. Penn State versus Iowa. Check that out. It's on Saturday. Uh, Notre Dame versus USC. Uh, Notre, uh, USC is on to their third-string quarterback right now, but they're playing well. And uh, USC got these receivers. One of the kids' name is Pittman. He's a monster. Um, they got a good team. USC is looking really, really good. I think when they get uh, TJ, uh, JT Daniels back, the original starting quarterback, towards ACL in like week one or two, they're going to be uh, – USC might be back. Like not maybe national championship yet, but they'll definitely be making noise in the Pac-12 in the next one or two years. Um, obviously, I think they're going to lose to Notre Dame, but um, I'm always rooting for the upset, uh, the underdogs in, in college football, unless it's like a team I like. But um, so I definitely wouldn't mind seeing USC pull off an upset. But uh, Notre Dame has looked well. They won losses to Georgia. Georgia's the number three team, and I think they lost to Georgia by a touchdown, maybe ten points. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Ian Book, the little quarterback for um Notre Dame, he looks well. He's really good. He's got some talent. Um, it's good talent around. They got a, a receiver or a tight end. I can't even tell. He wear number eighty three for Notre Dame. He he's big like a tight end, but he run like a receiver. He be in line. He be out wide. I don't really know what he is. He's a freak of nature. Um, Notre Dame looks really well. Defense is physical. But the big game, the 5 o'clock game on ABC, number seven, Florida, versus number five, LSU. Battle of the undefeated, 6-0, and 5-0. Oh, and oh. uh, Undefeated. It should be a great matchup. Uh, uh, Joe Burrows for LSU is out there slanging that iron. He's, got a, he's a Heisman hopeful. Draft stock rising. Uh Every second, every moment he plays and throws that football, he got two receivers out there, uh, Chase and Jefferson out there, number one and number two are their numbers, and they, and they play just like that. But um, Florida's down to their second-string quarterback, Trask, but he was a starter a few years ago. He's played really well. Florida's defense is good. They got a great offensive line and a great defensive line, so they control a lot of scrimmage in a lot of games. But um, I don't know if they're going to be able to score enough points to keep up with LSU and Joe Burrows and his high-powered offense. Right, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? LSU has a high-powered offense. I don't even know when the last time we ever even said that. But um, LSU's looking good, and it's just making it that much better for when they meet up with Alabama that we're looking like we're going to be in for a classic Alabama-LSU dogfight, which will be good. But I definitely think LSU will win. I don't think uh, Florida has enough uh, firepower to keep up. Should be a good game. Defense, it should make some plays. Special teams has to be a, a factor if uh, Florida wants to win. They got to pull out all the stops, maybe some trick plays, a little of this, a little of that, to give their backup quarterback a chance to um, 
win that game. And those are just some of the games uh, that I think are going to be good games. Uh, if you watch college football, if you want to watch college football, I'm trying to get into it. Those are some games you can watch. And, uh, man, we're coming up on the uh, end of my uh, first show. I want to thank you to everybody who tuned in, everybody who listened. Like, subscribe, check. Everything is going to be linked in the bio, YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, again, uh, thank you all for tuning in for me, man. Uh, give me comments. Let me know things I need to work on, man. I want you all to help me make this a podcast that everybody want to watch and listen to in the Bay Area and all over the world. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, enjoy y'all Thursday night. Go watch the game. Giants, uh, Patriots, go watch a little football. Enjoy your uh, nights. Um, again, this is I'm Dana, and I just brought the wood. Have a good one.